0: Rawr. Did I spoop you? Sorry. I just wanted to talk to you about the Grim Encounters Patreon. We just added a new $2.50 tier for anybody who just wants to support, get extra text posts for the show, or gain partial access to our exclusive Patreon Discord. For $5 a month, you gain full access to our Discord, a monthly talking Grim episode where two to four of the cast members get together and answer patron questions and do fun activities like Masher Pass, tier lists, or snake drafts. Now, if you go with the $10 a month tier, you also get a monthly 15 to 40 minute blooper episode of stuff that was just too ding dang, ding dong silly to make the main feed. Thank you for listening. And here's the show. Love you. This is an Encounter Co podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a chill third play. Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are an actual play to old up RPG using the chill RPG third edition rule set system RPG. My name, based in the lovely world of Chicago, my name is Nort. I'll be your sweet little fucky-wucky-ducky chill master. My players are... Anna. Robert. And today, since Shane uh, got lost in the void for a few episodes, we are going to do—we are actively looking for him. Just letting you know. Yes. So um, do not worry. We are act saves on the case, as they say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Saving the day.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're doing something a little special, special today. Um, and we're gonna get into that here in a second. So, how we all doing today?
2: Fantastic. I've never been I've never been better. Better than better than ever.
1: My tummy's a little rumbly.
2: This is the best day I've ever had.
0: What about our wedding day?
2: When is our wedding?
0: Well it was during COVID, so we went to the courthouse.
2: Right. When did we get married?
0: December tenth. What? December tenth. 2015? No. When was it, honey?
2: December 16th.
0: Okay. That was my second guess. Of
2: 2020?
0: I know, honey. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you.
1: That's funny, because my wife and I never remember ours. We had to go and like look it up, and it's like, oh yeah, it's coming up. Crap.
0: I just wanted to pop in here before the episode gets going. Uh, we are still reading five-star reviews off Apple Podcasts, but also... If you guys uh, comment on our Spotify, we have we have the like question on there that lets you say what you thought of the episode. You know, you can leave a Spotify review there, or you could just say what you like about the episode. And there is a good chance that we will read one of them at the start of an episode. So hop on there and do that for us. Oh yeah, also rate and review us on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. And you love us? Give us a five star rating. It helps out so so much. All right, love you. We started dating in April. <laughs> it was like April twenty fourth or something like it's that. Something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've been together too. When do when so. do you
2: really keep track of when you started dating? Is it when you started talking or when you're like?
0: It's when your balls deep in them. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's when you started <laughs> dating. Like after I think once you have confirmed that it's like oh we're official. We're official. Like, you make a Facebook official, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: Timestamp it. Mm-hmm. Tramp stamp it if you're fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's get into it. The camera opens up above Chicago just as the sun reaches its peak of the day. Fortunately, the sun is buried behind dark storm clouds that seem to be ever pouring dreary rain onto the city. Snaking its way across the screen are the words, Case 14.5, Euphoria of Blood. Just then, the camera shoots down onto street level and weaves its way into downtown Chicago. People going about their day, hailing cabs, taking Ubers, getting the sweet yummy pizza where the cheese is below the sauce, and abruptly stopping at a very flashy and fancy jazz nightclub entrance. In the reflection, you see, a familiar club sign that veterans of Grim Encounters recognize as the first nightclub that we had in the very first case yes 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 but that that nightclub is now closed and across the street this nightclub is directly across the street and it has a flashy and fancy jazz nightclub entrance it bursts through the doors and we see a fancy main, maintained albeit empty nightclub with a dark red mood lighting, and velvet curtains adorn the walls. A woman with dark brown skin and long curly black hair, wearing a sleek pitch black dress is singing on the stage. If I didn't care more than words can say, if I didn't care would I feel this way. If this isn't love then why do I thrill? and what makes my head go round and round while my heart stands still. The camera slowly sinks into the floor and we get the horrifying reality of what this place actually is. We come to a darkly lit room filled with comfy pillows, chairs, couches, and tables with various drugs and alcohol on them. Chained to various points of the walls and ceilings are a dozen different people. Pale and hunger-starving and very limp in their chains. Pale people in dark clothing are lounging all over the room. Some drinking from the people and one is seen giving a powdery substance to one of the chain people and then drinking the blood from them. The camera stops at one particular spot. Quinn. Can you please describe your character.
1: Sure thing. Uh, you look at Quinn and you see a uh, long, like light purple hair. Very very pale skin. Uh, very slender. Um, wearing kind of a, we'll say a suit. Yeah,
0: wearing I just like a, a, a nice business suit. And what is he doing in uh, this... It's this, this, this called the Pleasure Room. What are you doing in the Pleasure Room? Oh, um, he's dramatically posing in the corner, just kind of like watching everybody else. Yeah, there's um, numerous other uh, vampires of all kinds lounging around. Some are sleeping. Some are high off the blood of the week. Um, and, yeah, and you see... Uh, that's Bradley over there drinking cocaine blood out of somebody. Um, he's missing uh one of his fangs from a fight. So he kind of sounds like this. <laughs> just as um just as it kind of like lingers on your um like your like, do you have the pale skin? Or yeah. Yeah, super pale skin. Lingers on your on, on your pale skin and like your very young looking face even though there's like a that hint of death behind your eyes Um, the camera shifts out of the pleasure room and down a hall past another large room where you can see numerous naked uh, thralls processing illicit drugs and packing weapons into crates across the halls where the thralls usually sleep are the higher level thralls and two familiar faces walking out of that room and they continue down the hall passing a few more doors and into a throne-like room where an elegant, pale-skinned, 1920s-era flapper woman lounges in a chair, listening to a human thrall give her report. In this room, there are several other people, but they're vampires. Standing guard or waiting to address, be addressed by the madame. Camilla, can you please describe yourself?
2: Sure. Can- Camilla is kind of like, um... Uh... She's... Like five five and like super skinny, she's got like platinum blonde hair, but the tips are like a blood red, and she's yeah. got like a like a choppy like flippy wolf cut that kind of just like sticks out everywhere and full beat full beat of makeup
0: to hide the hide the death,
2: yeah, hide the death, put some color on the cheeks, mm-hmm. it's still impossibly pale, but like a little bit of blush to make. Yeah, her seem like she has some sort of life.
1: Why am I imagining the ants from James and the Giant Peach?
2: The ants.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> not not the not, you know yeah ants
0: the way they look that's that's what I'm imagining. Oh, the a- the ladies. Yeah, the ladies. I was thinking like um almost like a scene girl almost. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm mean, skin wise
1: like with like, the, yeah, the, the like makeup the, like her how they're makeup.
2: like gray looking kind of yeah. yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> what are you wearing? Is it what do you, what kind of clothes are you wearing?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, medium length coffin cut, black nails. Of course. Um, and then let's see, she's wearing like super baggy, ripped up holes and patches, like those, almost like um, like a trip NYC type pant.
0: <laughs> okay. okay.
2: And uh and uh just like a tiny top.
0: <laughs> like a mid drift and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I get it. Like a sexy like a like a blade vampire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um just as this disgusting thrall finishes speaking, he's like Uh yes, madame, uh uh the The, um, the, uh, the, the, your, your contact and save and hands her a paper. And just as she grabs it, um, the, the thrall splits in two as a portal opens up inside of him. (laughs) Stepping out is a tall man in a blue suit wielding a snake cane who casually swipes an eyeball off his shoulder in annoyance. Oh, Maddie. It's so good to see you. Sorry about your toy. The, ma- the madam stands up and, like, just beat, like, beat red, which you know that like the only way a dead thing can be beat red is just the <laughs> anger has boiled her blood literally. <laughs> what did I tell you about just showing up? I have important dealings and no time for your nonsense deceiver. Hmm, you wound me, dear. Don't forget what I did for you, what I have given you. You see his skin begins splitting, showing scales and black ichor that begins spilling out of him. And uh, uh, most of the vampires in the room instinctively just, like, drop in, like, fear almost. If they could fear fear, this is what it would be. As he, like, takes, like, a menacing stamp towards the madame. The madame stands up, transforming into her true form, which which she sprouts gray fur all over her body, large wings split open from her back, and her face contorts into that of a bat, and then her fingers grow sharp, deadly claws. As these two unknown royals clash, the room shakes. As both of their arms smash into each other, bone and flesh spray across the room, Dark ichor uh, splatters a little bit on your face. Um, Camilla, a silence fills the room as just they're struggling against each other as bones and muscle pop. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't lost your touch, you old bastard. As the two embrace in a hug, morphing back into their human forms. It's always such a painful pleasure to see you, my lover. He says as he steps back. I came to tell you my plans with the businessman are going well. He just, he has just adored my artifacts and gifts. Do you have those documents from your informant? She, her face kind of like contorts into like disgust for a second. The bug has been failing me. They have one more chance before I consume them. But here is the little I've received. The deceiver smiles, tucks into his pocket. And they exchange a deep kiss as they pull away their long tongues, slither back into their mouths as the deceiver bows and teleports away.
2: That's so much fucking gross. Like, so, so much fucking <laughs> gross. Period.
0: Seems even someone powerful can be deceived. She then, uh, like, runs a finger, like, over her, like, her lips, uh, moving some blood as you see two, like, snake fang bites in her lip. And she turns to you, Camilla, and goes, Would you please go grab your brother? I have a mission for you.
2: Yes, madame. I totter off.
0: As you totter off, you hear her, uh, give some muffled commands to the, uh, the, the Osterling Thralls, who you've all been uh, informed to not touch. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even have the audacity to sometimes, like, shoulder check you when you're walking past them. What do you do? What do you say to him when you walk into the pleasure room?
2: Hello? Come on, we got shit to do. Oh,
1: do we have to? Yes. No. That's, that's the voice you Let's go. Oh, but I'm in my pleasure
2: spot. But... <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to hear about that shit. Let's go. Where are we going? To the madame. She has shit oh. for us to do.
1: Yes, the madame. Okay.
0: As you walk, you see Bradley kind of like laughing.
2: <laughs> Ew. Shut the fuck up, Bradley. Yes. Don't fuck
0: to me like that.
2: You
1: can me like that.
0: And he, like, just, like, rips the, the uh, arm off of the, the, the person hanging on the wall and, like, throws it at you, Quinn. I catch it, and I,
1: oh, do it again.
0: Oh, whatever. And whatever. Thug th- up, Quinn. And walks walks across the room. Take a drink of the blood a bit and then toss the arm back.
2: Like a juice pouch. <laughs> you Go-kurt?
0: see, um, as you guys walk away, you hear a... Uh, the thrall is screaming. Obviously, <laughs> not the thrall. The the victim the, the yeah, meat the sack just person, is screaming, and another thrall comes up with like a medieval style like cauterizer and just cauterizes the arm wound. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see, you see another vampire snaps his fingers, who you recognize as um, Sebastian Pennyloaf, um, who for the listeners is the one we saw on Dax's like and when Shane was doing the weird magic stuff that's the vampire we saw right? Mm-hmm. and he like pulls that human down and replaces him like, with another fresh one <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear him go oh my god fucking brutes
2: thanks Sebby. <laughs> mm, they put uh. up a fresh one <laughs> you can't stay we have okay. to go let's go then
0: um, as you guys walk back into the madame's room, she has uh, fully healed from any wounds, if she took any, during that whole engagement. Um, Camilla, you, that is not weird for them to do that. It's almost like this weird enemies-to-lover thing they have going on. But you know vampires just, they love that. It's
2: never not nasty, though.
0: Yeah. But like if you said that, you'd lose your head. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Quinn and Camilla, your mission Now, as you've heard, we've lost a lot of valuable members of the coven. You know, I would normally send one of the lieutenants on this mission, but as in, they're all dead. Mm. And I need to go to my uh, mid-rank vampires, which is you two. Oh. Camilla, I know you're very capable. And Quinn, I need you both... (laughs) I need you both to do some reconnaissance. By all means, do not engage (laughs) with these teams. They will most likely destroy you because they are unfortunately very formidable, unlike last time.
2: Mm.
0: And both of you do remember what she is speaking of. You guys were there during the attack on the HQ about five, six years ago. So I'm going to send you after four of their teams. We have been very quiet, so it's, they have gained a little bit of uh, willingness to send all of their teams on our missions, which, which we were hoping for and which our format said they would do. So we need you to investigate the teams. The first one, uh, you could go about these in any order, please, but the first one I'm going to speak about is uh, Team Heartsbane. Arguably the most dangerous, not in skills but in gumption. They are currently at 1250 W. Morse Avenue investigating a murder committed by Eloise's pet spider. Go and see how they work as a team because they have that new member and all I've heard from Reconnaissance Missions is he's very abrasive. Go see what they are capable of especially that one. And also I've My scrying I've been trying to do on Mavis slightly was successful the other day when she must have discovered the artifact her mother placed in her. But, almost immediately after, it was re-ignited.
1: Hmm...
0: So, we still don't know the location of their HQ, nor do we know the location of the Osterling. And you see when she says that, she gets, like, a little... Like, you see, like, some of her bones morph a little bit, like, she gets angry. Alright, um, second one is uh, Team Cursed Passion. They are currently at one of the docks off of the Lake of Michigan, investigating, um, some low-level... Unknown ghost that a deceiver has just dispatched a few years back. It is one of those, oh, I'm a human and I was drowned to death and now I come back as a ghost. Very sad and annoying. There, there, please go see them. I want you just to literally just observe them. We have not paid any attention to this team and we probably should, so please go investigate that. Um, Team Wilted Rose is the, uh, the disgusting humans new team and I need you to go see who they are and what they can do. They are currently at Water Tower Plaza, which you both know is uh, one of the big malls in Chicago, on Michigan Avenue investigating a small nest of goblins. And finally, which is the most dangerous experience-wise and power-wise, is unfortunately named Team Power Punch. Uh, They're... They're going to be our biggest challenge. We should not engage these ones directly, even in our attack. We should handle them how we handled team trauma back before. But we need to devise a way to get them out of the picture for when we finally do strike the HQ. Whether that is a distraction or finding a way to destabilize the team. They are currently responding to a report of some vampire attacking a strip mall deep into downtown. And when she says vampires you see her do like quotes as both of you know a couple of the macedonian vampires were basically just released on a strip mall um which you guys know it's some vampires that have failed the madame have just been turned into like low functioning um creatures basically um they're like a step up from human thralls they have powers but like they've not they're not human, so we don't they don't she doesn't just dispose of them. Use them for cannon fodder a lot of the time
1: all right, uh that's it bye go bye bye madame
0: I and uh, Quinn does like a deep, deep bow. um yes, and you see she <coughs> pats you on the shoulder a little bit
2: uh Camilla rolls her eyes and walks out.
0: <laughs> please send Sebi in.
2: Sebs, you're needed.
0: As you guys are, he was like yelling at Bradley for abusing, not even abusing people because it's bad, but because now they have to go find another one. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, the inconvenient. Please, Bradley, for the love of everything, stop fucking doing that. And then uh, Bradley's like, I mean, yes, I understand, but like Quinn makes me so mad, so I had to do it. So like, don't stop, Bradley. Jesus Christ! And you see, says Jesus Christ, he's like, oh fuck, fuck, oh, goddamn, God damn, oh fuck, and he kind of like starts walking away.
2: How did you even get here, Bradley?
0: <sighs> Eloise thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Ellen, it is. And you, you hear that, and you hear like a, la, 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 that's coming out of a side room. You see Eloise, who's dragging that thrall, that, that, that human that was on the hook, just by the head, definitely dead. Sebby, <laughs> I broke the toy basket, And she like throws it with like monstrous strength. Like, you all know that this little girl is so strong. And it just, like, hits Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I bought them. I was gonna, like, I was gonna do a tea party. But then he wouldn't stop crying. He kept saying, my arm, my arm. And I just got mad. Oh, hi, Camilla. <laughs>
2: hey. Hey, Ellie. What's up?
0: Oh, you know, just kill a person.
2: That's how it is.
0: Yeah. Oh, Quinn. Hi. Hi. Well hello, Eloise, and then just does a huge bow again. Oh yes, I am Princess the Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You are, Princess. Yes. Sebi, please carry me to the throne room. And climbs on, like nails in his skin up his on like and Oh
2: yeah, after you do that, you need to go talk to the Madame.
0: Of course of course. Oh gosh. And begins walking down the hallway. So what do you guys do first? <laughs> We didn't think they'd be funny down there, did we? <laughs> <laughs> so there is a sun, um, which, just for the people listening, they are Carpathian vampires. Um, they have a few weaknesses. Um, they can't go over running water unless they're in a vehicle. Mirrors make them violently angry, and they don't have a reflection. Uh, sunlight does kill them after a minute. Well, it turns them to mist, and they just go back. doesn't really kill them. But... As long as they're not in it, standing in direct sunlight for a minute, it is cloudy, so they should be fine. But all Carpathian vampires in this coven do carry like really expensive UV uh, umbrellas that do the job. Um, but you guys know, for the most part, you probably won't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have those. And they um, they do have a select fairy of powers split among them. Um, and how this this work, since they are technically creatures of the unknown... I have given them, they have three stats, which are the three stats I use for my monsters, uh, which is the evil way, uh, the evil way score, which is like their magic and brain. Uh, reflex, which is like their speed, uh, interacting with objects, uh, stuff like that. And then the stamina, which is their health slash strength slash being heavy, lifting heavy things. So there's really only those three stats that they're gonna have to worry about. Um, and then when they're flipping tokens, they're technically flipping uh, dark to light, as they want dark tokens, and I will be flipping light tokens. There's currently three dark tokens on the board for them. And there's two light tokens because Save knows they're there. So they have a permanent two light tokens at the start of every session. So. And that's how we're going to handle that. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do. My job is basically just so they don't break the continuity of everything. <laughs> we're going to try our hardest to break it. <laughs> and this yeah, is right? set basically... During and right after the last episode you just listened to, so this is going to be happening at the same time as like the, the case fourteen. So let's get into it. Yeah. Do we
1: do we have like a room or is it? I mean, we have a room with our coffin, so I guess we can go there and discuss. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's like there's so this is like a sprawling underground. Mm-hmm. Like un, they basically use like the old. Um, the Madame has, she was in charge. Well, she was one of the people in charge of the Prohibition stuff. So, like, you guys have all of the underground stuff. Mm-hmm. And when uh, she got Al Capone arrested for tax evasion, she took over his entire territory. So, that underground sprawls quite a, basically like a block or two of the city. And then there's multiple safe houses throughout the city. Um, So, you guys have your own room and everything. I mean, like, you know. Mm-hmm. you guys serve the madame directly so you got some you got big dicks waving around hell yeah it's a swinging <laughs> so, yeah. you guys can have a car if you really want i, I don't i don't care <laughs> you can just steal one <laughs> if you need to but are you kidding you ride motorcycles <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it be cool well yeah everyone gets a motorcycle in this in the coven yeah so.
2: <laughs> for sure I just imagine there's, like, a warehouse of cars that, like, we're, like, checking in and out like a library book. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. that's actually what I'm going to do right now. That's so funny. How do you keep doing that?
0: <laughs> as you approach uh, the garage, it's actually titled The Garage. 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 And manning that is, uh, oh, actually, as you walk out, you hear uh, Rosalyn is practicing her set for the night. Uh, you know that she is one of your last remaining North American vampires. Uh, she is a direct descendant from Jackson Jammer himself. Do you guys say anything to her as you walk past her?
2: Keep killing it tonight, Roslyn. How I always do. Unless you <laughs> want to say something. No,
0: wrong. no. Quinn just walks. He only has <laughs> eyes for one. <laughs> Bread. <laughs> <laughs> Shh and as you walk out you walk down a a couple rows passing people um you know that people just kind of like unless you're doing unless you're trying to blend in people just naturally give you space as in they can they can subconsciously sense that you guys are unknown but you know that their feeble human minds just fill in the blanks for them so you have nothing to really worry about Mm um come to the garage and manning that is uh demetrius who is another mid-level vampire, but he usually does, um, like, maintenance and handles all the cars and stuff. Uh, he is currently reading, like, a Cars magazine as you walk up to, like, his station.
2: Uh, I walk up and flip his magazine closed. And I, like, flash him, like, a big fangy smile.
0: It's Camilla. Welcome, Camilla.
2: Hey, we need a car.
0: Oh, you need a car? Hey, man. You know I got some cars. I got some of these. I made some. Look at these. And you see some like really souped up like foreign cars. He goes, "I've been really into getting into the, the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, look at those damn things, man. They're fucking crazy." I got those. I got our motorcycles over here. What you looking for, honey? Looks you up and down. <laughs>
2: What do you want? You want the motorcycles or are we going one of these souped up cars? Mm,
1: well, you'll be driving, so you can decide this time.
2: We're not sharing a motorcycle. <laughs> oh. We're not doing that again, Quinn. I'm sorry.
1: There's the one with the sidecar. There is one with the
2: sidecar. Fine, we'll take the one with the sidecar. Oh joy. <laughs> Get your goggles. Yes.
1: I, I I must change, though.
2: <laughs> Go change, then I, I guess. i put my
0: motorcycle gear on. Okay. Which is in the locker yeah. over there. So like uh Camilla, how's it going down in the down in the pleasure room? I haven't been there in a while.
2: I don't know, I stay away. Stay away from the pleasure room, huh? Unless it's to fetch Quinn, he's always in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just uh I'm always so engrossed in my vehicles. You see how he like gets all starry-eyed for a second.
2: Man good with the sands. I like it.
0: Hey, you could say I am a little bit. And he gives you like a, a, a fangy, a smile. Um, he is also a Carpathian vampire, but he was turned in the late 90s when the Fast and the Furious first came. <laughs> He's just been stuck on it since. He's been, yeah. well, you kind of, oh, that's kind of what happens is like for the first five, 10 years, you just get stuck in whatever you were. And then you're, then you, when you, after the first 10, you kind of break out of that cycle and you're allowed to, you know, adjust to the times. <laughs> but uh, all right. Gives you the gives you the keys to old Gumpty. That's what it's called. Gumpty. Mm-hmm. Cute. I didn't name it. Eloise did. That little girl loves to name of the vehicles. That one? I'm looking. That one right there? That green one?
2: I'm looking. That's grainy.
0: I know. Beautiful. Beautiful name.
2: Like the to- dog teeth bone things. Right, greenies?
0: I don't know. I didn't ask questions because, she, frankly, she scares me a little bit. She should. Yeah, I know. Coming f- directly from the blood of our hero, you know what I mean? All right. You guys oh, have Camilla, a good one. Camilla, I'm ready to go. Camilla, if you uh, need some help later. Camilla, let's go. You just let me know, okay?
2: Yeah, I'll keep you on my mind. I'm yeah. sitting in the sidecar already. And she, she smiles at him. And then as soon as she turns around... A smile gone because that's fucking. It's games.
0: yeah um, you see Demetrius is just kind of like, you see him look at your sister for a little longer than he should, but then like immediately gets distracted by a car that's just <laughs> sitting. Over there. All right, you guys got a little gumpy <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: That's what it sounds like when you turn it on. love it. It's like from the fifties. I love it. Perfect, because that's a, his helmet and
1: goggles look like they're straight from the fifties. With your, what's your the, weapon, by the way, guys?
2: Oh yes, uh, Camilla carries a various switchblades that are all disguised as different things, so like lipsticks and hairbrushes, hairbrushes and, and, <laughs> and perfume bottles and.
1: Um, uh, Quinn likes to use his hands, so he uses. Uh, uh, we'll call them finger blades. It's like you know, the finger armor with blades on it.
0: It's like the gauntlets they used to wear, but mm-hmm. like just, fat, just on fashioned the with actual blades on yeah, it. Yeah. So just... you kind of just look like a goth dude walking yeah. around. Pretty much. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, we did not know that was the voice he was choosing, and that's why we keep giggling. Um, Oh, you know, that's why that
2: first conversation really, really threw me off.
0: His pleasure spot? (laughs) (laughs) Queen. You guys pull off which team are you investigating first?
2: (laughs) Okay, let's see. Do we know the exact location of any of them right now? Since they're out of their base.
0: Yeah, you know the location of where they were all last seen. Okay. um, Which, cutting out for listener, is where they're going to (laughs) be. But... Just because I didn't want you guys to have to fucking scour an entire (laughs) city. Um, Plus, you guys are, like, um, unbelievably fast, so it shouldn't matter. Um, Yeah, so Heartsbane is at that second location Murder you guys were at. They are currently on... They're currently, like, doing all that. Cursed Passion's at the docks. Wilted Roses is at the, uh, the Watertown Plaza Mall. And Team Power Punch is currently... Uh, at a, a strip mall in downtown Chicago. She didn't specify because I did not pick one. I just said it.
2: So wilted rose and power punch are at different malls.
0: Yeah, P- wilted rose is at an actual like it's like a three story mall in Chicago. Like it's like when it's when like, mm-hmm. I think we've been to it. It's like a really fancy mall. I've been to it. It's like a really big fancy mall. Um, it's like full. It's like North Park and South Park times three together. <laughs> it's so big. Um, and then. The strip mall is just like your classic, like there's like a fucking pet store, tattoo shop, bulb of tea place. (laughs) All right. Uh, I think we should go to the docks
2: uh, while it's still cloudy. Which one was at the docks? Cursed Passion.
1: Ooh, Passion. (laughs) I like the name. Yes, I want to check them out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as you guys head to the docks. um,
2: I feel like mom dropped you on your head when you were a baby.
0: Hey, everyone. West- no, not that
1: name. Hey, everyone. Tracksuit Dragon here with a really cool drink called Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash jitters or shakes. It's got zero sugar. It's gluten free. And it only has 150 milligrams of caffeine. It's really helpful when you're fighting the unknown. No. It's really helpful when you're trying to perform stunts check out the link in the description and enter grim encounters at checkout hope you all have a great day and stay spooked out there is that all i have to read
0: (laughs) right on dude yeah brother you did great man yeah everybody it's tj toddy Todd. (laughs) hey if you're a fan of dungeons and dragons comedy fantasy all of the above or maybe you're just the little guy just a little goofball, a little rowdy on occasion, then maybe, just maybe, The Encounter Table is the podcast made for you. We are a D&D Real Play podcast that posts every other Wednesday. Come check us out for absolutely free on Spotify.
1: Well, maybe it was so long ago, I don't remember. Let me check for flat spots, <laughs>
0: like from the back of his head. Oh, you're feeling helmet. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> there was lead poisoning. Did happen then? So it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, you guys make it to the docks. Uh, another. I don't remember what day I said on the podcast. So whatever day it is on that. Um, mm-hmm. it's a very cloudy, rainy day. So you guys are pretty good. Um, it's the the. You can still feel the sun. It still doesn't feel good, but it's like, kind of like when you're just too hot as a person. Mm-hmm that's what it feels like for you even though it's like 50 degrees like it's like totally not hot out um and you see a, a couple of people walking around t- like you see they're talking to a um an older human uh darker skin uh sailor's hat and he has a, a parrot on his shoulder You see, the, you see, like, four people talking to him as you guys make your way, like, you're, like, next to one of, like, the the, the warehouses or whatever, looking at him.
2: Okay, sure. What do these people look like?
0: Yeah, why don't you roll me a, um, let's just do Evil Way, and we'll just say Evil Way is also, like, your perception and your brain and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Can you roll two? two to yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. You rolled a nine out of 90.
1: Okay. Rolled a 53 out of 70.
0: Okay. So yeah, uh, looking together, uh, again, this isn't your first reconnaissance missions. You guys have gone on plenty of these uh, because the Madame knows you guys are both good at blending in, or at least...
2: Not being seen. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) And uh, for a vampire, you're good at blending in. (laughs) And you see uh, just strange-looking humans, like they have this aura around them that are different than other humans that all unknown can kind of, like, tune into if they focus hard enough. The the older gentleman has just, like, a normal human aura, but you know that people who have seen the unknown and have accepted it have this different, like, dark... Oh, dark blue aura, as the normal people just have, like, a dark uh, yellow. So, like... All four of these people have this dark, vibrant blue. And then uh, one of them, who is um, a bald gentleman, does not seem to be speaking at all. He seems to be doing weird things with his hands. Um, Has just this, like, vibrant pink aura, which you guys know that it means that he is cursed by another unknown. So that he is not to be touched unless necessary. Um, That's what it's kind of like. He's marked for his territory. Now, if you do end up killing them, it's whatever. But it's like... That's like a, like the bro code, but for monsters. <laughs> um, another one... Is a very large female. Um... She's like six foot three... Uh, shaved head, like... Like a like a faux hawk, but it's shaved on the sides. And she just has like these rippling muscles. Um, and you, you can just notice that she is just... She is concealing numerous weapons on her body. Um... And she looks... She's not speaking at all. just intently looking around, like, taking overwatch of the situation. Um, Which, with a high success, you can realize that she must have some sort of pathetic human military training. So she would probably be the one you would need to deal with first if you were to attack this team. Um, The leader of the group is a very strikingly beautiful uh, blonde human. She... Um, carries herself with strength and dignity, um, and seems to be leading all of the questions and com- comf- uh, comforting the, the pathetic weasel they're interviewing. Oh. she does, you can tell, like, she smells of magics. Like how you all can... uh, Most Unknown can smell if a human can do magics. They can never know what they can do. But she does smell like she can do magics. And so does the bald one. Um, The fourth and final final member is... um, Looks similar to the leader of the pack here. But is is a male. Similar long blonde hair. But he has it in a um, bun. And he has glasses on, and he is nervously, like, kind of standing behind the strong lady. um, Just trying not to piss himself. You guys just smell fear off of this one. Um, And he also is carrying a gun, but he is not hiding it very well. Uh, He is... uh, Quinn notices that this is one of those members that he could probably easily trick into doing something Um, not because they're cowardly or anything but just because they're trusting Um, which is almost as worse to you guys than it is you guys would rather be cowardly than trusting of anyone Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of what you get they finish up this interview and they begin heading towards like the beach um, looking at the water and stuff you guys want to do anything else here
2: Well, she said not to engage, but she didn't say whether or not we should interfere. Ooh,
1: that sounds like fun. Sure. I mean, we could do a little something and then
0: go and check out the rest of it.
2: Sure. Sounds like fun.
0: Yep. Um, you do know, I can't remember, Austin can't remember the name of this ghost. I've said it in one of the episodes. I think he said it last episode. I think I said Rakasha, which is, like, a D&D thing. Like, I think it's, like, a cat person. I think I'm... It's another Russian word, though.
2: They're fighting Baba Yaga herself.
0: (laughs) Uh, Rasulka is what I meant to say last episode. I'm sorry, listeners. Rakasha, I think, is the tiger people that have backward hands (laughs) in D&D. Which they also have, like weird ties to human uh, culture and stuff. But Rasulka... You guys would know what a Rasulka is. Uh, you know that Rasulka are the corrupted ghosts... You don't have to write this down. But Rasulka are the corrupted ghosts of drowned women that desire... That, that desire for help in the last months of life twisted by the unknown and endless cycle of macabre affection giving way to homicidal obsession. Oh, So you know this is a... This was a... woman or a human... <laughs> Usually women, but men can also be it. That was twisted and tortured by their own kind, and then one of you happily took that to their own advantage and turned them into what she is now today. Uh, so you know there is one in this lake. There's multiple in this lake. Uh, most of them are too weak to do anything, because there's from back when there was, like, gang violence and stuff, like with Tommy guns and shit. <laughs> um, but this one is a more recent one. Um, who you know that, uh, the deceiver himself turned. So, you know, she's in there. And if you guys look out on the water, um, you can just like flip into your unknown view, Mm -hmm. which lets you see into, you know, other kind, other people of your kind. And you notice she's just like at the bottom of the river, close to them watching these people.
2: What, ex- what are they doing exactly? The ghosts? No, the team members.
0: They're doing their pitiful investigation they, that they seem to do. Where they just like take fine clues and exhaustingly talk to people and try to help. Ugh.
1: So pathetic. So you have anything in mind?
2: I was thinking (coughs) that the longer they take trying to solve these little Scooby-Doo-esque mysteries of theirs that, you know, that makes them come out of their little hidey hole a little bit more, Mm -hmm. more exposed. So I think we should really give them a red herring. Mm
1: -hmm. I like this.
2: Alright, so... What did you have in mind? Let's, <laughs> just, let's just try and get, like, close to the lake, being undetected, at least.
0: Yeah, there's people. Other people, too. There's just none in this direct area for plot reasons for them.
2: Sure. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> just works out that way. Mm. Yeah.
0: There's other... There's, like, a whole people not... They're, like, walking on, like, the footpaths and stuff. And Again, you guys don't look... You guys look like humans unless someone is, like, up on you. Rolling an investigation, basically. You know right. what I mean? So... For all intensive purposes, to the world, you're humans. So you can literally go anywhere you want. It's just, you know, that most of the time, save agents will be able to sniff you out if you interact with them. Yeah. Yeah. What? uh, Since we know this ghost, what is it's usually like mo for killing and stuff? It's pretty recent. It's only just started doing killings, Um, but Rasalka usually just drown people. Okay. So, Hmm. they're not you can't really control most ghosts um you guys know that one of the sometimes powerful ghosts you can like the captain that was dispatched a year or so ago could um but he was like a high ancient level ghost um that was given direct power from the deceiver for to do his bidding but most ghosts just naturally just kind of torment they're used more for um chaos than for structure if that makes sense (laughs)
2: Well, while they're digging around this lake i almost want to create a fog so they can't see anything while they're on this lake so they
0: so think it's the creature
2: yes Ooh. sure yeah
0: you can that's i think you just flip a token yeah, for that
2: i flip a token for that
0: mm. the oh, lake
2: oof. is now so foggy. Mm-hmm.
0: uh which you guys have no problem seeing through by the way because you guys can flip into infra- infra- infrared vision so um
2: yeah as they <laughs> get closer to like this random Something else that's not near, like, where the Mashulka actually is. Like a driftwood. Yeah, like a driftwood. Like, it's significant somehow. Like, as soon as they get close to that fog.
0: Yeah. Um, a light token. Uh, a dark token flips light. as uh, What I'm going to do, I'm also going to f- reverse that token noise that I use for when you guys play. <laughs> so, it's going to be... By the way, that noise that you heard, I don't know if you guys have listened. I know Robert has. That's just a comb noise I found on the internet that someone took a comb <laughs> and like it down, yeah. slowed it down and added FXs to it. That's awesome. Um, how does this unknown use her evil way disciplines? Me? Yeah. How does Camilla do it?
2: Um, she kind of just like, um. like flashes a toothy smile and yeah. like her, her eyes will flash red for a second. And then, like, go back to, like, this cool, like, icy blue that's, like, if you look hard enough, it's, like, like that dead fishy gray. Um, but to a normal person, they're just going to see that light blue. But they flash red for a second, and she kind of just stands perfectly still while the things happen around her.
0: Yeah. Uh, the fog encompasses the almost the entirety of this, like, dock area, and it extends past it. Like, it... Is an immense amount of fog. As you hear all four of them go like, what the fuck? Holy shit. All three of them go, because one of them's not talking. <laughs> you, just, you just hear a lot of hand movements. Going on. <laughs> Little bones cracking, like knuckles cracking. <laughs> all four of them are just in disarray now, confused. And you see uh, the Rasulka is reaching up to grab one of them. Which one is it going to be? You see uh, Dean is right by the edge of the water, and I'm going to have them roll. Uh, you see she, he is pulled in for a second, uh, but the recall, the ghost rolled four higher than him, so he technically beat her. <laughs> um, he, he gets pulled in and drowned for like a second, and then he gets away. And then they're all just like, holy, this disarray as you guys are just like badass walking away. (laughs) (sighs) Wow, man, I can't believe you almost killed your favorite character. (laughs) That would have been on you. Yeah, it would have (laughs) been. It would have been on (laughs) you. (laughs) Uh, But okay, so that's one out of four done. Who are you going to next?
2: All right, I picked the first one. It's your turn. Oh, but I wanted the passion one. You should have spoke up.
1: I did. I said mmm passion. <laughs> oh, what were the other names again?
2: Power Punch. Mm. Wilted Rose. Ooh. Hearts
0: Oh, I like the Rose. Okay. Yeah, so you guys hop on old Gumpy. Go in. Head to the Water Tower Plaza. Uh which is actually um. Uh, Camilla, one of your favorite hunting spots because there's a lot of uh, college uh, people here that are easily uh, tricked into giving you their blood. So as you're very familiar with this place and you do know of uh, the goblins that are here, Uh, you helped establish them here as they were taking refuge in one of the underground tunnels of your guys' base, and uh, you were instructed to move them to somewhere else. So they're actually un- un- in the underground uh, utility tunnels of the mall that no one goes into unless they need to fix something.
2: Fine. Okay, this one should be a little <laughs> bit harder. Oh,
1: why is it going to be harder?
2: <laughs> we have to go underground. Where what are that's... we going to hide?
0: Oh, it'll be fine. We'll be fine okay yeah. yeah you see a bustling mall um people shopping and bopping going in and out um as you're walking into the the mall what do you guys what do you guys do
2: um...
0: like just walk
1: confidently to the the utility area and just go in like we know what we're doing yeah, yeah. yeah. uh the door yeah.
0: is locked um so i'm gonna need um I don't know if either of you could lockpick, but you are strong enough just to probably open the door if you wanted. How would you guys like to go about it?
2: Yeah, I, let's just turn the handle until the locking mechanism breaks. Yeah,
0: well, give me a, give me a strength whoever's doing it, or stamina. Excuse me,
2: stamina. Who's, yep. I think we have equal stamina.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're <clears throat> twins. You're Oh, D20. I rolled the wrong.
2: <laughs> I did. Sorry, I'm I'm in D and D
0: mode. <laughs> Sorry, I, I drank some paint before I started. Uh, Twenty six out of seventy
2: five.
0: Okay. Uh. Yeah. You just needed. A, you basically <laughs> needed to not botch, and you would have done this. Uh. But now you do it where it's not like, no one hears you do it. Right. You break the mechanism and open the door. And it looks visibly broken when you open it, but when it's closed, it looks fine. So you guys go into it and there is like, uh, there's like jet stream of air that's just like shooting up and you look up and you see it goes up to, uh, like the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the fucking, what the word, what the roof. <laughs> it's going up to the roof. Cause you do know there is, uh, I don't know if this is true, but there is a small like supermarket in this mall. So this is where all their coolers are and they oh, keep them sure. underground to help them keep cool. So it's okay. like a good a hundred degrees down here. Always. On. As you guys head down, but you do know there's offshoots to get to the rest of the utility. Okay. Are you going right to where the goblin nest, where you placed it, or what are you doing?
2: No. Can we hear or smell them?
0: Um. Yeah. Actually, you have to get a little bit away from this, this hallway because it's very loud. Sure. Mm-hmm. But once you do, you can both roll me a uh evil way. 24 out of 70.
2: 86 out of 90. So both a low Low success.
0: success. So what are you listening for exactly? Just people. People. Heartbeats. Or, you know.
2: Feet peats.
0: Yeah. You you do hear some movements. um, And they're coming from the north, but you can't tell what they are or who they are. And you don't hear any voices because of the... It's still being drowned out by the whirring of the coolers. (coughs) The cooler motors.
2: Sure, we'll just kind of, like, slink stealthily. Yeah,
0: uh, both of you, were just just roll me a reflex just to see how stealthy you're being. 50 out of 90.
2: I rolled a 9 out of 70.
0: Okay, easily slinking your way through these tunnels. Uh, You guys can see in the dark, so this isn't an issue. Um, There are utility lights. Um, and you do know of multiple places where you could get into the power to turn the lights off if you wanted. Sure. Um,
2: that sounds like fun. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Let's do that. All right.
0: Mm. Yeah, you come to a, a locked panel on a wall as you're walking.
2: It is not locked for luck.
0: <laughs> you just pull it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just roll it roll just to see how loud it is, basically.
2: A uh, twenty-two, which is a critical success.
0: Yes. So uh, a token light flip. token flips Uh Yeah, it pops off like perfectly. Like it pops off to the point where you could probably put it back on, and it, it you didn't even break it. You just somehow Jimmy did it in a way that you just pulled the whole box off.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I can I can relock it so it. it
0: yeah, you you stood so nobody can everything. turn it back on. Yeah. <laughs> you also turn off the power to the cooler motors or just the lights?
2: No, I think the cooler motors leave some sort of like, like,
0: um, attract more people. Point of entry. yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Sound. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you just turn off the lights and you all, you do hear audible like, um, scream. Okay. As like the lights turning off scared somebody. Sure. And it is, it's like a high pitched scream. And then you hear, uh, A female voice go, Yanov, relax, the light's just turned off. Um, As you do know, there are, and they are, like, to the um, east of you, and you know that the nest is north. Okay. So they're not anywhere near the nest. They're, like, investigating somewhere. Like, they must have just started their investigation, so. Okay. Yeah, you guys can see just fine, so.
1: Ooh, I think I have a plan for this one.
2: I'd love to hear it.
1: Oh, I'll just send out a swarm of rats towards them. Do you want me to drive them towards the goblins, or should we keep them away a little longer?
2: Now, do we send them to the goblins, or do we send the goblins to them?
0: Ooh. They did worship you by the time you moved them there. They were disgusting, but they... They all called you Mama, but not in, like, a cute way in like, a sexual way.
2: (laughs) Because if they discover the nest, they can destroy the nest. But if they're all over the place, they're a little confused.
1: How about I take the rats and try to pin them in a spot, and then we send the goblins after them. Sounds good.
2: Ooh, You pin them, I'll find the goblins.
1: Perfect. So I'm going to use Swarm, and I'm... I have swarm of rats, so I'm gonna use them to, I don't know, try to get them into like a dead end somewhere, if possible.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you flip your flip a, light, a dark token light. Um, so you're sending the rats after towards the the people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So after about a minute, you hear eh, what the what the fuck? Ew, ew, and then you hear a robot voice, like a robotic female voice go. What is that? Why are why are there rats ew? And you hear <laughs> like stompings and like you hear like rats squeaking. Oh no. And they are they're like you can kind of feel the hear that they're kind of being pushed away from you guys.
2: Mm, perfect. <laughs> Alright. Goblin layer.
0: Yeah, you go to it and um you you find it's a horrendously smelly like smells like rotting animals and feces and you see a dead body of a human in there that's just been like picked halfway to the bone um you see another human in there that is like chained up with like random sports jerseys and they (laughs) are just like sopping and then you see a bunch of like these they're like an off-breed of gremlins and trolls. Um, gremlins are, like, red. Trolls are, like, kind of, like, fat and bulbous. Uh, these goblins, they seem to have been um, inbred by some powerful being to look like like classic um, goblins that you'd see in, like, Lord of the Rings or something. So they're very, sure. like, mm-hmm. boily and lanky and their arms drag in, like, the feces and mud. And you see the leader of them, which you know is called Snip Snap. Okay. Comes in, and he goes, oh, my queen,
2: oh, mommy's here,
0: and you see him Hello, just my like
2: delicious little creatures. And
0: you see him just grab at like his like legs. <laughs>
2: oh, boys, she's here. And he, I have a little favor to ask of you guys. Oh, anything, please, anything.
0: And these are all on their knees in front of you.
2: There's some muddily little kids wandering around these halls and <laughs> I know. But if you guys aren't careful, they'll find where you are. No. We've got them pinned in this hallway. I think I'm going to need you guys to leave what you're doing here and and go go get
0: them. Oh, anything anything for you You see, the the king like crawls up to you and reaches a hand. To touch you.
2: And then I, I look at him and I just say, Not until the deed is done.
0: <gasps> oh, okay. And he, they scamper off. Quinn walks in as they're leaving. You kinda heard <laughs> ya. You. you heard the like weird moans they were doing. <sighs> you mm-hmm. They really like you, don't they?
2: <laughs> Who doesn't?
0: Well, <laughs> the unfortunate drawback of combining them with grem- gremlin with gremlins and trolls is that trolls can like speak one or two human words. Um, gremlins don't at all. They just go. Like, but <laughs> goblins have learned how to speak English because it terrorizes people more. <laughs> so all they got to do is just be around humans enough and they can learn all the languages, uh, which is unfortunate because they can talk to you. Right. <laughs> They get this weird sense of like self, like they like, they develop their own little stupid personalities and they like um, actually care about surviving. But they're easily tricked by someone they deem more powerful than them.
2: I I look over at the human and I look at Quinn and I say, what about this one? Mm, uh, You got any plans? (laughs) I'm free for a bite. (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's just this like elderly man <laughs>
1: Probably not as scrumptious But a little snack would do
2: A little pick-me-up
0: uh, The camera pans away from you guys As you rip into this old man <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> uh, Just the muffled screams uh, What's the first place that Camilla bites <laughs> on, a, on a person that they're gonna consume Not just drink from
2: uh for men, it's that like little adam's apple like oh, yeah. right into that soft bit of flesh
0: yeah. just like popping it out mm-hmm. yeah, cause the adam's apple acts like a almost like a shell uh-huh. like a macaroni shell that holds the cheese in it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but instead of cheese it's viscera yeah yeah, yeah what about queen we... um well it's always ladies first so he'd let her go and then just kind of pick <laughs>
1: up whatever sure. was left over sure sure <laughs> she's also older so yeah, i mean yeah
2: can't... <laughs>
0: And and it is vampire rules. Definitely it's smarter. And beautifuler. I don't know about that. <laughs> mm. If Quinn could do the moan, he'd probably be real hot. <laughs>
1: I am hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he'd kill it on TikTok. He'd be like, Quinn, moan for us. Mm. Uh,
2: <laughs> one hot dog for one moan. <laughs>
0: Galaxy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you for the blood drop. Yummy. Mmm, coppery.
2: Ice cream. (laughs) Ice cream.
0: (laughs) Gang gang. (laughs) Gang gang. Uh, The camera shifts from that scene um, (laughs) to the goblins heading their way towards He-Milted Rose. Um, The camera sees that it's only three of them, as in Jay is still up investigating the mall up top. Uh Um, Uh-oh. Because, again, he is in a wheelchair, so he wouldn't have been able to come down there and as you guys are finishing up um just gunfire starts going off and i think that's what we'll call it sure yeah all right do you guys have fun Mm, so much fun
2: absolutely
0: (laughs) get to be evil the change of pace
2: this is the episode where i actually flirt back with austin (laughs) i know (laughs)
1: I know it's a weird energy now. I don't know how how long I (laughs)
0: can.
2: You're just caught in between, (laughs) literally.
0: (laughs) Well, I finally got to flirt with my wife. I flirted with so many of my other friends on podcasts (laughs) that the person I actually flirt with (laughs) won't flirt with me, but now she will, and it's in like a mean girl way where she doesn't. It's not like she's she's just doing it for fun, which is more hot. So I don't really know (laughs) if that was her plan.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Just string you along a little longer.
0: Anyway, um Hope you guys <sighs> like this weird Robert Kirkman style fucking here's the villains episode. <laughs> <laughs> um but unlike Robert Kirkman, I am not showing how they're com they're like
2: How to defeat them,
0: yeah. Not even not, not even that, but like that they're not even showing that they're like actually just like flawed people. No, they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they're bad. Um well, Robert Kirkman usually deals with humans. These aren't yeah. humans. Um, but anyway, I guess we should thank our, uh, our sponsors. Way! That's not the word I wanted. Th- we want to send a special spoopy thanks to our patrons over at Grim Encounter, at patreon.com slash Grim Encounters. We'd like to thank Squidney. I'm gonna thank my boy Yavis. The Tesla Coil. Z Boys. Thank you. Cosmic Youth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Austin.
0: <laughs> um good old Mousers. Actual Atlas, thank you. Jaden. Nadaloo Skittle hailing from the Kitty Ocean Fairy. Scott M Mr. Dad. And I'll thank Nacho Lady. We wanted to send a special thanks and our love and admiration. 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 I want you all, this is what I want you all to do. Okay? I want you to go. It's Christmas time. Okay? I know we didn't do a Christmas special episode of Grim Encounters. For shame. I know. It's it's too hard to plan. I know. I know.
2: could have fought the Krampus
0: we could have fought the Krampus but fortunately fighting monsters and chill takes eight episodes Yeah. <laughs> um, I want you all to go to your local like supermarket okay I want you to pick up a drink that you loved when you were when you were chilling that you would drink around this time a little a little treat that you would that you would treat like a sweet treat that you would eat during this time and I want you to pick up like your favorite like frozen food that you would always eat. Because we all have those foods we would eat in high school that were just like fucking like Tostino's pizza rolls. Get that. That's your main dish. Go home. Cook them all up. Then I want you to watch your favorite Christmas movie. And then when you do that, I want you to tell us on the Discord how great that was. Alternatively,
1: you can take all that stuff and then put the the, the main food in the center of the circle while you put the other stuff on the altar and then let the fires of hell cook it for you. And then enjoy your movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay you do that. okay uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Grim Encounters. That's right, I said Twitter. I'll never say its other name. You can follow us on Twitter at Grim Encounters. What other name? You can, uh, if you join our Patreon, there's multiple tiers for you to help us support the show. Uh, $2.50 gets you access to the discord and monthly updates. And that also will get you any future stretch goals, like stretch goal content we put out. That'll also be posted for $2.50 tiers for $5 a month. You can get access to ad free episodes and exclusive talking grim, where we talk about the show, answer questions, do random tier lists and challenges you guys want us to do. Um, this month we did a one shot RPG, (laughs) a one page RPG. That was really fun. Um, and for $10 a month, you get access to a blooper episode as well as all that other stuff. So. And I think at the $10 amount tier, you also get some other... Uh, I think there's a one or two other videos that I have on there that's only for $10. So that's pretty fun. Uh, there's a cooking vlog I did. <laughs> um, either way, I want you all to get in your car, drive down the street blasting Creed's One Last Breath... And I want you to hit that ghost that you always see on the road, but you usually stop. I want you to hit it as fast as you can. And then when it disappears right before you hit it, and it teleports into your car next to you, and its icy cool grasp grips the back of your neck, ripping into your flesh, and it says, Still spooky out there.
2: What do you think about that? It's pretty good.